Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim G.K. Sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of The Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of The Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Uh, of course, this month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and uh, we're doing a whole series on cancer. Uh, we're doing a show for cancer survivors, also a show on cancer patients, and also the caretakers. This one, which kind of uh, brought to my attention, is a book by Susan Horan. It's called The Single Source Cancer Course, The Late Person's Guide. If you'd like to join the conversation, feel free to call 347-324-3460, or you can post your question in the chat room, or you can get an email us at thecorebusinessshow.com. Susan, welcome to the program. Thank you. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> I was running... Uh, well, it's been a busy morning. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining the program. Oh, it's uh, my pleasure. Well, to begin with, uh, tell you know, tell us about ourselves. I mean, our, per, our audience love to hear personal stories mm-hmm. and uh, about the book author. So, you mind just tell us about yourself and how you came about writing this book? Uh, I'd be happy to. Yes, it's called the Single Source Cancer Course, Tim, as you know, and there are actually two volumes now. I am a survivor of three different cancers. So for a lot, for much of my adult life, I've been um, fighting cancer, treating cancer. I am always aware of what my risks are now, and Mm -hmm. I just feel that experience is the best teacher. So what I have tried to do is to put into one source all the information that anyone needs, first of all, to prevent cancer, and the second volume is all about treating and surviving cancer. Because with my first cancer, you know, it was a learning process for me, Tim. I was caught completely off guard. I had no idea that that particular cancer ran in my family. I had no idea it was hereditary, and it was a big surprise. Um, I went through another cancer, skin cancer. Five years ago, I went through breast cancer. But by the time I got to the second and the third cancers, I had studied, I'd researched, I'd put my books together. I knew the cancers for which I was at risk. I monitored for them diligently so that when they did appear, I wasn't surprised. I was prepared. And we were able to catch them early and treat them successfully. And Tim, that is the whole key. Prevention first. And if we can't totally prevent a cancer from occurring, the next best thing is to catch it early so it can be treated. And the only way we can catch them early is to know what we're looking for and to undergo all the proper screening procedures. Let's go back up for a second. For those who really don't know what cancer is, can you, in a layman's term, kind of describe what 
what is cancer and what does it uh, do to your body? Um, you know, that's such a good question because, first of all, we say cancer as if we're talking about one disease. Now, this is the fallacy. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different cancers. They're all different. They all behave differently. Even when we're talking about breast cancer, there are mm -hmm. so many different types of breast cancer and so many different subtypes and sub-subtypes. So we're talking about a whole lot of different diseases, really. But there is one thing that they all have in common, and that is that if, if we want to remember, we're just ordinary people talking about this. So let's look at it mm -hmm. this way. It's a single cell in our human body somewhere where the DNA is interrupted so that the cell does not grow normally. You see, with most cells in the human body, they grow to a certain point, and then they stop. They develop, and then they stop developing. Now, when uh, a cell has been invaded by cancer, the cell does not stop growing. It keeps growing. It keeps multiplying. And eventually, it will get to the point where it can be detected. Eventually, it gets to a point where it's so large or so big, we now call it a tumor. And what happens is it starts to invade the other healthy tissues around it in the body. That's cancer. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So it, it can happen, is it... Uh, it can be anyone in one sense. It, can't, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that uh, hereditary. Uh, it's just something that um, that turns on in the body. Nobody knows where it comes from. But in a sense, anyone can really get it. It just depends if these signals ever um, turn on this particular DNA. Does that um, make sense? Yes, it does. That's a very good way okay. to put it. Now, I have something in my book I call the cancer blueprint. So mm -hmm. essentially, um, cancer will take place in a cell that for some reason has become weakened to the point where it becomes susceptible to any invading illness such as cancer or anything mm -hmm. else. So we're talking about weakened cells. How do, we, how do our cells become weakened? Um, in my book, I actually have a list, 13 different categories. These are 13 areas of concern. Uh, some people may call them the 13 causes of cancer. Um, and at the top of that list, I have hereditary, uh, heredity mm -hmm. because that is... Uh, a very big concern, and it's also an area over which we have the least control. So with heredity, it's very important for us to know, first of all, understand your family history. If you had grandparents, parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, brothers and sisters, these are all considered first-degree relatives. And if any of them have had a particular cancer, or if you have a cancer cluster in your family, say uh, a couple of people or more who've had 
prostate cancer, a couple of people or more who've had breast cancer, then you know you also are at risk for developing that cancer. But there are many other things. Besides heredity, uh, we, have, we have lifestyle choices. And under lifestyle, we, we might have, uh, I have occupation, there's diet, mm-hmm. alcohol abuse, and tobacco use. Now, these are four of the 13 that I call the lifestyle um, concerns. And, Tim, do you know that one-third, literally one-third of all the cancers in the world today can be prevented by making simple and wise lifestyle choices? One-third can just be prevented. And then another third, the second third of all the cancers on earth, can be treated successfully if they are detected early. So we could make a a, a huge swipe at cancer if we all knew the cancers for which we were at risk and then took the proper precautions. So, you know, there's always been talk about we getting uh, people can get cancer from smoking, cancer from foods, cancer from the environment. Is there any way that we can kind of to mitigate uh, that uh, risk? Say, hey, don't smoke. Well, we, society is getting a lot better. Is you don't have that many smokers like there were probably 20 years ago. Food is something we we have to eat, and all of a sudden, I can remember going back 30 years. Seventies or me, if you're lucky to make it to sixty, uh, you made it. And it's rare that you might have maybe one person in the family who made it to seventy and eighty, and this other person make it to ninety. But that is now the norm. People are living longer, but it seems like we're at risk because of uh, the food we eat, the the air we breathe from uh, this industrial age. Is there anything that we can do uh, to kind of say, hey? Um, let me lessen that particular risk. Should I eat more of this? Should I stay away from this? Or um, should I move to Nebraska? You know, move to Montana that doesn't have you know uh, <laughs> issues in the air. Uh, tell us something. You know, what we can do to try to prevent. Are, are there preventive things that we can take? Well, you know, it's uh, it's just such a good question, and people think about these things all the time. Of course, it's important to uh, to try to eat properly. But again, what I stress in my books is everyone must be their own patient advocate. Everyone must mm-hmm. take, first of all, responsibility for themselves. So, yes, a good diet is important, diet and exercise. If you don't quite know where to start or you don't know what might be the best foods for you, because remember, Tim, everyone's different. It's not like we can just you know, put out a diet here and say, everyone do that and you'll be fine. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. No. But talk to your doctor. Talk to a nutritionist. Get on a nice, good, healthy diet. Make sure you exercise. Um, make sure we don't overuse alcohol, and again, it comes up again, smoking, tobacco use, not just smoking, but tobacco use, that would be chewing tobacco, tobacco in any form, cigars, pipes, Mm -hmm. is a direct link to causing so many different types of cancer. Um, 
and of course all the major institutes, the American Cancer Society, National Cancer Institute, World Health Organization, they all agree that smoking is the one thing that people could eliminate from their lives and the world would be a much healthier place. Um, as far as air, there's not a lot we can do about that, Tim. Some of us live in cities. We work in cities. Um, some of us live out in rural areas and in farms, but then sometimes you have to uh, beware of the water and make sure that the groundwater isn't contaminated. So there are many things we need to be aware of. And it takes research. And uh, that is also a key to knowing what you might have in your direct environment that might affect you. And then do what you can to change it, do what you can to improve it. But you know, we're never going to be able to protect ourselves completely. And that's just a fact of life. Cancer is not going to go away. It is here to stay. It has been estimated that by the year 2020, one out of every two people will have or have had some type of cancer. You're listening to the Core Business Show. Sponsored by Apple Capital Group. Apple Capital Group in Jacksonville, Florida, is a commercial lender that specializes in asset-based loans, equipment leasing and financing, invoice financing, commercial real estate loans, and asset-based financing in the U.S. and Canada. Apple Capital Group is a direct lender that lends on their private equity investment portfolio. 90% of most loans are decided within two hours and vendor funding within 24 hours after documents are completed with a one-page application. No slow no's, just a quick decision and a fast yes. To get more information about lending from Apple Capital Group, call 866-611-7457. That's 866-611-7457 to speak with one of our loan specialists. Or visit us right now at applecapitalgroup.com. Welcome back to The Core. Once again, here's Tim Chicane. Hi, Tim.
Hello, Tim. I think we got the problem. Uh, are you there, Susan? Hi. Hi, Tim. Yeah, I'm here. I, th- I thought yeah, I was I talking know. too much. You cut me off. <laughs> no, no. I don't know what happened with the, the signal. I guess I got to go back and edit. Um, but anyway, kind of tell us about, uh, again, what a person can do to, uh, to prevent cancer and um, yeah. uh, also to take care of himself. Go ahead. Because, you know, there really are things we can do. I don't want any of your audience to think that they're just going to, you know, be a victim here or they're not going to have any warning or, you know, because that's the scary thing about cancer. And it does not have to be that way. There are things we can do. And first of all, know your family history. Uh, Know your own health uh, issues. Talk with your doctor understand uh, what cancers may have run in your family before. Uh, Know that you will also be at risk for those cancers. Know that if you smoke, you're going to be at risk for a number of different cancers. Um, Also, there are in my book, as I said, 13 different areas that are outlined. Some of them have to do with prior medical conditions, medical treatments, solar radiation, all these different things. Once you understand the different areas that can lead to cancer, then you can start to protect yourself. When you're out in the sun, take proper precautions. Wear sunglasses, wear hats, wear sunscreen. I mean, I uh, skin cancer is one of the cancers that I have survived. I'm clearly at risk for it because I have light hair and light eyes. But my Asian friends, my black friends, they're all at risk for skin cancer too simply because we're all human beings and our skin cells are the same. They're at less a less risk because their skin is darker, but everyone's at risk. Everyone can take precaution against skin cancer. Um, There are so many things that we can do. And then once we do those things, for the cancers that may be hereditary, that we really can't do much in our life to change the risk, then just make sure you get tested regularly. If prostate cancer, gentlemen, if prostate cancer runs in your family, make sure that you undergo yearly screening. Women, ladies, if breast cancer runs in your family, make sure you get proper screening. Make sure you see your OBGYN once a year. Depending upon your age, make sure you get your mammograms. There are many things we can do. Even if we can't prevent a cancer, let's try to catch it early because then it can be treated successfully. Wow. Tell, talk us through, uh, I think, a moment when a person, um, some people just live in denial, and once they're uh, diagnosed um, and they have all these options or treatments, Kind of tell us 
what they really should they go to the traditional should they look at alternative or should they look for something that's more cutting edge you know tim um it's such a great question i talk about all of those things in volume two treatment and survival but I can't tell people what to do. I don't advocate anything in my books except Mm -hmm. be informed and take responsibility for your own life because some treatments will be good for some people, but perhaps not others. Everyone is different. Everyone has different concerns. Everyone has a different medical background, medical history. There are different ages depends on the type of cancer. It depends how advanced the cancer is. There are so many variables that come into play. That's why it's important to read everything you can. Read these books. They will help you. Um, And be prepared so that when and if you are diagnosed with a cancer, you're going to have all the information right there all the information you need. You're going to know which steps to go through. You're going to know the first step, the second step, the third step, the fourth step. You're going to know exactly what to do and who to talk to. And you're not going to have to spend a lot of time trying to gather information that you really should have had a long time ago. And let me give you an example. I live in California. (laughs) We have earthquakes out here. Now, uh, we've got to be prepared. We can't sit around and wait for an earthquake to hit and then try to take care of business. We have to be prepared before the earthquake hits. We have to have our kit ready. We have to know what we're going to do. We have to have our supplies. We have to be prepared before it hits. Cancer is the same way, Tim. Be prepared before you're diagnosed so that you have a game plan and you know exactly what to do. Wow. Also, I just saw a few minutes ago, someone mentioned you have a second book out as well. But I guess we need to come back and have another show on the second <laughs> book. But on the on the first book, you know, you have cancer up close and personal. And you list a chart and you have a whole list of chapters of, uh, you know, from breast cancer colon rectal cancer, and it just goes on down the list, I guess on the, on the most common ones. And you talk about your, your risk analysis, uh, the laying-in effect uh, that's revisited. Yes. Well, thanks for bringing that up because I really think that is the most important part of the first book. And remember, the first book is prevention. That's the one we all want to read. We all want to be prepared. Um, I have something called the layering effect. And what it is, first of all, in the book, I give you a very solid understanding of what cancer is. And then we talk about the 13 different areas that cause different cancers. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about the things that one can do with each one of those areas to mitigate the risk it might present for the individual. And so my layering effect is an actual exercise. It's a pen-to-paper exercise. We start by asking certain questions. We go through the 13 different areas of cancer concern or causes of cancer. And then we take, we break each one down individually. 
the person will then answer some more questions as to what they can do to mitigate each one of those concerns if it applies to their life. And then we come up with a profile at the very end of the exercise that will give you, now it's not foolproof by any means, but it will give you a good understanding of where your risks may be for developing cancer. And with that knowledge in hand, you can then go to your doctor, make sure you get all the proper screening procedures you need, and just watch out for it. it is, uh, it's an active participation. We must be active in our own health care. We must be proactive, not reactive. And that's what I, I try to teach people in my books. Wow. What would you like to leave us with? I'm sorry? Uh, at the very, in closing, what would you like to leave us with regarding this book, this first book? Mm. Well, uh, I would have to say, Tim, that I'm, I'm really just here to remind people, when it comes to cancer, don't be surprised. Be prepared. Wow. And it's really that simple. And where can we find this book? Uh, is it available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble? It is. It's it's available online through Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Um, okay. I have a website. You know, you can go to the website, and that will also take you right into uh, Amazon. And the website is swilkingharan.com. It's just my name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And again, the, your website address is? Is swilking. W-I-L-K-I-N-G, Haran, H-O-R-A-N, dot com. Great. Thank you for coming on the program. I really appreciate it. And we're going to try to get together with you uh, when you can, see if you come in and talk about book two. Oh, that'd be great. Thanks so much, Tim. I Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Same here. Bye-bye. Again, uh, this has been another production of the Core Business Show. Tim J.K. Pulse, you can uh, download this episode on Blog Talk Radio and iTunes. Um, Also, you can check out Susan's book. It's called The Single Source Cancer Course, The Layman's Guide, and it's by Susan Wilkins-Horan. And you can get that at uh, a local bookstore online or go to her website. Thank you for listening, everybody. Take care. I'm Tim J.K., your host.